Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Will. And I'm, and I'm not happy. <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Will's back. Will's Will back. Is back. I am happy about nothing. <laughs> All right, so I so again, just to remind some people you, who might you, have missed you, some I stuff. I know you gave the rundown. I told you to give the rundown about yeah, what happened. But, I I but never want to speak of it again. Okay, well, <laughs> Will's back. Can we just he's move been on? gone. Now this might not seem like he's been gone. You know, for a lot of other people, but for us, it seems like an eternity. And we're happy you're back. Not that we had a rough time without you, but there's an element that it was definitely missing. I, I I could. What do I say? No, I, mean, I I think I did say at one point because we we're going through it and <clears throat> we did the last episode of Andor and we we're talking about it because today we're doing episode six, I think, um, or five, five, one of them, five. Um, mm. but we did the last episode without Will and Lee and I were going back and forth and I'm like, this is the point and this is the part <laughs> where Will would have been like the he would have picked one side or the other. And it would have been good to get that extra feedback that we don't have right now. Because it's like, I don't like it. I do. I don't like it. I do. Okay. <laughs> Next conversation. <laughs> it's just nice to have that tiebreaker, you know? <laughs> so, anyway. We're um, we're back. We're um, So, real quick. We're doing real, what we're real doing. Real quick. Because we're not doing anything after this. Fill me in <laughs> on, on, on what happened last week in the episode and what you guys thought. And just, just, just you know, that's, that's just been five minutes catching me up. Get me up to speed. What are you, uh, well, I'll, what are you guys thinking? What are you guys feeling? I'm I'm just I'm bored. Okay, you're bored. I I'm bored. I That's mean, we talked about when we you. talked about when we talked about the first three episodes. One big thing you're was like the de facto Star Wars fan of the group right here, and you're bored. That does not bode well for the rest of this podcast, sir. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> He's taking but, the notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, blah, blah, were, blah, it, it's Cassian. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Cassian. Blah I mean, blah blah. Mon Mothma. Basically, that's pretty much what happened last week. Um, I'm, I listened back to some of it, and I'm just like, "Wow!" Like, I'm just not like I'm like I was like falling asleep in the middle of podcast. Most of you could hear me just kind of going. I even I think at the end of it, I went, "Bye." That was because I was half asleep. Um, I was just I was done. So well, that's because that's because we were starting off to do the episode, and then we started talking about movies from the '90s. And then we didn't start oh, I figured we'd do that anyway. Afterward, until like two hours later, and we're like, let's just do it anyways. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, that being said, for those of you who missed our movie episode this month, um, sorry, uh, you know, because of the technical difficulties we had, we didn't have anything to put up. But you will get something this Thursday that's uh, kind of a filler while we go through our movie catalog again. Thank and you for reminding me. That possibly. My stuff blew up. Thank, thank, thank you. I, that's, you're saying it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, can we just move? I, I did open up, say, hey, can we just move on? And you're just like technical <laughs> difficulties. We're sorry. Like, yeah, we, I, all, we all listen. Get it. Let me finish my, my statement my, to my the peeps. All right. <laughs> the the statement is there was no movie. We we lost our movie stuff. We don't have that. We're kind of starting from scratch three. with a new catalog. But we lost three movies. Okay, you keep bringing this up. I'm trying to move on here. <laughs> So, yes, we lost Salt three movies, and they wound. were really good. They were they really were good. really good. And now they're gone, 
They were uh, really, really good. Especially well, Catch I mean, Me If You Can. Like that. Well, was, this is what you get for slacking. This is what you get for slacking. You should have edited it and had it on, added up and ready to go. I mean, geez, that's what I do. But wound. Oh. <laughs> it's okay so um yeah so that being said there will be another episode released this thursday uh which will basically just be me and chuck going back and forth about the most random uh we call it seven seven degrees of lee and chuck is basically what it's called and it's us just kind of going around in circles just talking about this that whatever just stuff that we wanted to talk about and it wasn't anything big, long, and specific. Good stuff. It was just tree branch to tree branch to tree branch, and then, you know, we fell now and again, and we caught, climbed back up, and then we said, okay, see you later. And then we talked it's, about... It's how our conversations go normally. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, we are talking about the fifth episode of Andor tonight. This one's called The Axe Forgets, and I actually really like that line in the in the episode. Um, hold, hold on, though. Will, Will did ask us, though... To get back to his original question before we, you know, oh. rubbed salt into the wound. Thank you. He he wanted <sighs> to know what our thoughts were about episode four. Oh, so let me finish my statement. He was bored. First three episodes. <laughs> the first three episodes, um, Will said when we first did it, I can see why they released all three at once. Because the first two episodes were really slow burns to build up to the third episode that actually had something happening. I kind of wish they just kept releasing three episodes at a time. Because so far, I'm, again, really bored with these two episodes that just came out after the first three. Um, It's just like, okay, okay, they're walking, they're talking, they're planning. Show me something. Now, I remember I, I was comparing it to something in my head earlier today, um, just um, The Walking Dead. You remember? So The Walking Dead, like, they they really just dragged things out, right? They dragged everything out. But at least in every episode, you'd get to see a walker or a biter or whatever they called them and have a quick little thing happen there. Just to give you a little something so it's not a completely boring episode. Well, Andor did not take anything from that book. And they're just kind of like, well, here you go. We're just going to drag all this out as much as possible. Take what could be in one single episode and make four episodes out of it and uh, drag it on. So that's how I felt about the last one from last week as well. And it's how I feel about this one as well. But so what was, what was remind me, what was the major plot point from last week's episode? That's a good question. Um, oh, <laughs> he, sh- he shows up on the planet and pretends to be a dude named Clem and they're prepping uh, to yeah go we're ahead. introduced to mon mothma where where <clears throat> he's prepping to actually take over this garrison and and rob them um there's a there's there's a lot of planning so i enjoyed the episode i actually enjoyed this episode too so did i um i, I really enjoyed <laughs> this show okay so here's the, here's the, here's the thing Here, and i think i know why and it goes back to some my one of my original statements about Lee in general. He does not respond well to things that do not have a whole lot of comedy laced throughout it. When something is very high drama, you do tend to check out. And that's that that's what this show is right now. This show is building a lot of tension and 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 very high drama. That's what's happening mm-hmm. here. And it's, if it's not for he, you, fine. It's it's nothing right. it's nothing against your character. It's just it's not your typical Star Wars. It's not space stuff. There's no Jedi. There's no hocus pocus, pocus magic, and there's no hey, make me laugh every five minutes. If it, if it's 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 it is what it is. I understand and I think, that. And I'm actually I am 
Here's where I will be let down is if we get to the last two episodes and the climax of this is junk, then I'll be upset. But if they bring in and this is just and it's mayhem at the end, which I'm feeling like it's going because when they finished off episode three, because like I, I, I was saying this last week, they could have put the first three episodes into one episode and then started off with episode four. Episode four is now the start of the actual series. Episode one, two, and three, that was introducing um, Cassian for who he is. Now, from four on, is going to be the actual plot and the storyline of what we're, be, what we're going to be watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're building up to something, and they're actually doing a really good job building up every single character that's going to be involved. You have... The, the lady from the Empire, you have the guy who did stupid stuff in the first three episodes and flipped out. Now his mom's, you know, thrashing his on mom him. Is re- his um, mom is mad. <laughs> I love he it. He goes crawling home to mommy and she's mad. And listen. I love and it. Listen. I got a bone to pick here because as soon as I saw this woman, I said, they better say something. You have done a lot of besmirching, sir, of the name of Uma Thurman in her hands. If you have nothing to say about this woman's fingers, I'm going to have a problem. Her fingers are ridiculous. They're the creepiest looking things in the world. Like, I'm looking at, I'm like, is she eating? Is that what they're going for? The way she's sitting there holding her coffee cup and just doing the thing on the table, it grossed me out. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. That's so fantastic. So, so <laughs> well, it says right here her name is Barbara Thurman. G- G- Barbara Thurman. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, just, I honestly took you seriously for a moment. <laughs> so did I. That would have been fantastic. That would have been awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, so she Will, does look like um, a Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. It's true. What what are your thoughts from from episode four? Since we, you weren't a part of it, to be quite honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot of episode four. So if they're doing the whole thing, I like how they introduce the concept of the who screwing who, because right now I don't entirely know who I can trust and and who's gonna play some shenanigans here at the end. I mean, we got guy who who brought Cassian, you know, to the rebellion. And, and, and whatnot. And then he goes off home and he's rich and he's, you know, mixing it up and mingling with like senators and everything else. And it's like, what is your real end game? And why did you what what what's the real reason why you gave Cassian this crystal that's worth 30,000 cre- credits? I, I don't buy your story. I don't believe you for a second that, oh, here's this. The, I, I But I want it back. Like, no, there's a reason for this. There's a reason why you're rich. There's a reason why you're mixing and mingling with um with senators, <laughs> sir. And then the woman who goes home and she's having problems with her husband and her husband's acting kind of shady and the kid's acting kind well, of yeah. like, okay. What yeah, is happening well, the here? Is, the, the woman is Mon Martha. Yeah. She is the founder of the rebellion. Right. I... I, I her, I understand. I'm talking about her husband. Mm-hmm. He's just shady. Exactly. He's shady. Daughter, he's his, shady. And their and their daughter is just a is just a spoiled brat. Spoiled brat. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. She's a spoiled well, brat. Well, no. The her whole the whole is point shady. is that, that everybody she's surrounding herself with is is like 
you know, questionable part characters. Of, of, no, they're part of the of the um, of the empire. Like they're they're all like totally like here we are, and and they're all about it. And she's like, this is ridiculous, and she's trying to do what's right. And they're all just like, oh, blah blah blah. Nobody cares about you. And so you you have you have all that that's introduced in episode four, I believe, and then in episode five, it gets the the, the plot thickens a little bit where you have guy with tattoos that he's telling nobody about and he gets really mad at cassian because he doesn't like the answers that he's being given like okay mm-hmm. like it, it, yeah i want to know what this guy's deal is. all of the all of these little breadcrumbs that they're leaving here it's very very intriguing lee and i have we we, oh, we haven't done a podcast on it yet but you know we've we've always gone back to um uh, oh my god um Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. The the, right, the, right, the right. who's screwing who element throughout yeah. those two movies are fantastic. And they're doing that here. And I really right. appreciate that. I like the intrigue. I like that the I like the groundwork that they're laying here. I love that there's no Jedi. It's- I love that Vader isn't a thing here. I love that there's no hocus pocus. I love that there's no space battle. I love that they're on a planet and they're they're just they're 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 mm. sheep people or whatever you want to call them and they're just in disguise and they're just there i love that i think it's fantastic you could do the same movie or the same tv show outside of star wars yes you can the same you absolutely can and that's exactly why i don't like it (sighs) fanboy (laughs) i didn't come in to watch you know really slow drawn out heist movie I wanted to watch a st- something from the Star Wars universe. Yes, but it's not. It's it's Rogue One was not a. It was a Star Wars movie. It was not Star Wars Rogue One. Right, it and was this is Rogue uh, One, it, a Star Wars movie. So and it and it's still is, and it fit and it was good and it wasn't boring. I don't think Rogue it had One all fits the elements. in the Star Wars universe at all. I think Rogue One th- is an outlier, and I think if if you went into Andor expecting it to be more Star Wars than Rogue One, then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. No, I expected it to be more like Rogue One than what it is. It, this is not like any of it. It is like the Rogue only one. thing. It's very much think- like Rogue One. How is it not like Rogue One? It's more. It's 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 very much like Rogue One. This is this is what I expected to come out of of or or a prequel but to Rogue One. Here's the, the, here's the, what the it comes down to: the hero's journey of Cassian. That's exactly what I expected, and that's what we're getting. It is, but you mentioned a really valid point, and the reason why um, things lose me if they don't have some level of comedy is because they don't have different aspects, different um, elements that make a movie well-rounded it has okay. to be well-rounded so for example there's tons of dramatic movies that are dramas that i really do enjoy and it's because they have all different elements of different genres kind of peppered in to give everybody a little bit and kind of keep just keep the flow kind of going for example i'm thinking like you know what dramas do i like i mean um what other drama movies have we talked about we've talked about plenty you know yeah. i would say the castaway is a drama you know, I'm, I'm just talking about in general, maybe not in our podcast, but we've talked about dramas. Castaway is a drama. It had comedy in it. It had this. It had that. It had action. It had suspense. It, it like it mixed all these things in. Um, we could talk about Forrest Gump. That is technically a drama, but there's <clears throat> comedy to it. I know I'm just bringing up Tom Hanks films, but I'm thinking about you, you know other stuff as well. We have not done. I know, but I'm talking in general. We've had conversation about it, and they are movies that we appreciate. But here's the point: is to make a good 
film. It has to have different elements in it. If you make a movie that's just straight up, you know, sci-fi, and it's just like, you know, all it is is science fiction, and it's just straight boring, there's, there's no elements of, of anything else to it, except, I mean, that's a bad way to put it, but my point is, I, I'm just getting into the point of well-roundedness. When you make anything, there needs to be multiple different elements in order to keep, you know, keep the flow going. And right here, I'm not getting... I'm not getting a balance. The balance is missing somewhere. I'm not saying it's comedy, but something is missing that that makes it not feel like it's full. And now Rogue One, for example, had all different elements rolled in. You had a ton of action. You had comedy. You had the, you know, the political talks. You had the planning, the slow stuff. You had this, you had that. All of these elements came together and made a fantastic film. I mean, it's still, it's definitely up there in one of my favorite films to come out in the Star Wars universe. But this does not feel like that. It's not having that same fullness, that same well-roundedness that you got from Rogue One. And that's where I'm disappointed. You know? Not yet. Not Not yet. yet. They're building the story. So if you took out the middle of Rogue One and you just watched that half an hour, you'd go, this is boring. Absolutely. Probably. But that, right. that's the so difference, though. That's a, that's a half an hour. These these episodes are 40-plus minutes, and for they're a, so multiple a, episodes right, of boring... Right, of a 12-hour mm. movie. If you look at it that way, it's a 12-hour movie that you're, you're watching the... You're now watching the intricacies of everything building up. I know. It's, it's just... That's, so it's not, like, it's not like you're watching an episode where every... Or a TV show or something where... One whole thing happens in a 40-minute episode, and then a new story happens in the next episode. This is all oh. one long story. So it goes back and- to my, my point of The Walking Dead. You had all different elements mixed into each episode. Although, I don't watch that show anymore. They lost me after, you know, right around the time that Glenn lost his face. Um, but the, the point is, as you're going through it, each episode had every element in it they might have been slow going they might have been building up to a big event that's supposed to come up i get that and i understand they're doing that in the show but they're missing something in these episodes that need to that's going to keep people going because right now like i know we're all pretty much checked out of marvel you know i caught up with a little bit more she hulk i haven't watched the latest episode people are saying the latest episode is the best one i'm like really because so far i've been nothing but disappointed you know and it's like uh, something's missing one. here. I haven't watched it since. Yeah, I well, haven't watched any of it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is, I know they're leading up to stuff because they're really building up to some other things. I know. Um, I don't know how true the rumors are about Harrison Ford coming in to take over for Thunderbolt Ross, because um, what's what's his name? Uh, who died? William William Hurst. Hurst. Was it, yeah, William Hurst died. So they want to bring in Harrison Ford to take over and eventually become Red Hulk. Sure. Which, <laughs> that would be really interesting to see Harrison Ford come in and be Red Hulk. Uh, but the point is, there's something missing from a lot of this. Like, She-Hulk has just gone straight up, like, weird, inappropriate, not interesting to me comedy and leaving out the rest of everything else. I mean, the last episode I saw was basically like, you know, eat, pray, love. I'm like, okay, can we... I don't I don't care. Let's, let's let's move on here and get to what this is all about. And I feel like you know, a lot of shows now are losing what they had before. Uh, another example, Breaking Bad. It's building up to something, right? But in each episode there was a lot 
of beef. Breaking Bad is an unfair bar. We, we don't t- I know. I know. But the thing is, everything that's... When you make a TV show, right? You don't sit there and say, Oh yeah, these shows came out and they were great. Eh, we don't have to be that good. Let's just put something out and, you know, say we're done. There has to be some level of, like, excellence that people try to shoot for when they're making something. And as we've seen right now, Disney in general, everything that Disney has their name slapped on, has been losing a lot of traction. I agree with you for the most part. But here's where I I differ on this. For the first time, in the Star Wars Wars universe, for the first time... (laughs) We're actually getting good character building. Yeah. On a character that's not part of the 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 Skywalker saga. Right. A and character that we know is gonna die in like a year. Great. Five years. Thanks a lot. This is not okay, fine, five years. But we're we're getting good we're getting with all of them, we're getting we're getting the background of where the rebellion. I mean, this episode start is the official start of the rebellion. They 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 made the start of it in this episode. Technically not. <clears throat> Technically not. Technically, it started in Rebels, which is considered canon. So therefore, yeah, they're considering all of that stuff canon. That's why they're skipping over any of that stuff in anything live action. That's fine, but they state in this episode, this is the start of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask and? you this. I have two questions for you. Does that somehow One, make this well-rounded? <laughs> we're, we're getting in, we're, we're seeing the beginning of stuff happen. I think this episode was... Was very. I mean, you have it's it's you're getting climactic stuff. It's not like over the edge stuff, but I mean, if you look at just the tension between the seventy of these characters and you know this guy who is like attacking Cassian and they're trying to figure out who to trust and who not to trust and all the intrigue and you're like, okay, who's going to survive this and who's not? There's that. So I appreciate the storytelling that is going on in this. And it's weird because typically we would be on opposite sides of this conversation on most stuff because I like a lot of the action, you know, blow them up, you know, bang, bang stuff. And I have an appre- I I'm, I'm appreci- the same way. I have an appreciation for action, but I also have an equal appreciation for high drama. And this that, that, right. that, that that's what this is. I don't have a problem. But with that there has to be a balance is all I'm saying. I'm not but saying I hate this. I'm not saying this is the worst show I've ever seen. But I am you definitely said Boba saying that was better than this. That's, and we that's, all that's despise bl- Boba Fett. Listen, that I was saying that just to just to get under your skin. Think, Listen, I was I was falling better, asleep and just like, let's just get up through this. I'm I'm just done. If you honestly the point believe is, that Boba Fett is a better show than this, wow, dude. Like they they <laughs> legit had a full on Tom and Jerry mock scene in Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> um. Listen, Jeez. I'm not saying this is garbage. I'm just I'm justifying why why I feel like something's missing, and th- and that or that that I feel like something's missing. That's which it. is why I said in the beginning I would agree with you if it comes to the climactic part where there is all the action and it's anticlimactic. Then yes, they lost something. But mm-hmm. if they give us something mass, like let's look at Moon Knight. It was fantastic. You have this high tense drama. You have all this stuff going on. You're getting ready for it. There's the third altar, and then nothing. 
Mm -hmm. they dropped the ball. If they do that here, they will completely drop the ball. However, they dropped they, they, they dropped the ball, but at the same time they didn't. They made Jake Lockley a cliffhanger. True. For season, yeah. for season, if season two. For if they do a season two. They made Jake Lockley a cliffhanger. That, yeah. that and and again, the reason why Moonlight was so high with somebody like Lee is because of the character Mr. Knight. If there was a Mr. Knight type <laughs> character in this show, he'd be raving about it. Listen. Which brings me to, which brings to my, my, my last question for Lee. <clears throat> Phantom Menace. No, no. no, no Unfair. No, Go no, back no. to Rogue One. No, no, hold on. Phantom Menace. <clears throat> you appreciate comedy in movies. Shush, be quiet. General population <laughs> can't stand Mr. Jar Jar Binks. I don't like Jar Jar Binks, okay? That's so my answer. So take Jar Jar Binks out of Phantom Menace. You have no comedy. Did you like Phantom Menace? There was plenty of other comedy in Phantom Menace. Because it was, but it was all surrounding Jar Jar Binks. That was hey. overly dumb and stupid. Ah, icky, icky, poo. Like, all that stuff was just dumb. It was dumb potty humor from a I CG character. That, but if you take out Jar Jar Binks, all the comedy goes with them. There was, there was no other comedy in Phantom Menace. It, all the comedy surrounded Jar Jar Binks. No, so you take him, not all of okay. it. Okay, name a com name a comedic part of Phantom Menace that did not have Jar Jar Binks in the scene or part of it. Uh, the fact that uh, that Anakin was hitting on Padme—that's <laughs> that kind of funny. That's not comedic. It, it's, it, it's pretty comedic. That's not funny. That wasn't comedic. She's like fourteen, and he was like eight. <laughs> but that's still that's not comedic. Not comedic though. at all. Well, my point is no. I was hitting on fourteen-year-olds when I was eight. <laughs> Well, that, the, yeah. The, well, that, that she was, you know, <laughs> doing it back. But no, not at all. But. She wasn't. No, I was a creep, and she wanted me to get away from her. <laughs> <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, if they're going to keep on doing the stinker, 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 okay, stinker, 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 okay, formula, then I, I'm not happy about that. Okay. Well, at least I, I, I will say at least. You're not going through this saying at least someone needs to defend the, 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 the little guy and you're going to say what you don't feel. At least you're sharing what you feel and I appreciate that more <laughs> versus versus seven episodes of this is great. This is OK. This is OK. Nope. Well, if it's awful, <laughs> I just had I just really had high hopes that Disney wasn't going to keep on dropping these balls, you know, and that's what it comes down to right now. See, like, I'm so annoyed with here. I think this is I think this is fan, a fantastic story. I don't think they dropped so we'll far see. at all. We'll see. Right now, I'm not satisfied. Okay. You know, because just because, just because of what we've been getting lately, we're like, this is going to get better. This is going to get better. And it doesn't. So I'm like, they really I, better have like a major am, payoff in this, in this season. So, I am so intrigued. You know, you have, um, uh, Avril Skeen, I think that's his name. The guy who like basically... Puts you a got knife skein. to Cassian's throat. Like, yep. This guy. Why is this guy? This guy is so pissed off. This guy. Why? Like, I want to know what why. this guy's story. Yeah, but there's so much more to it. You he got, explains you why. You got Cinta, who you're like, okay, what's going on with this lady? Um, mm -hmm. the 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 leader of the, the girl, the female leader of all this girl. Um, I don't know her name. Um, like. She's, I don't know who to defend. Everyone just stop. We'll figure this out later. 
I can't wait to see like a full on brawl between these guys before they actually go and do. It's going to happen. This entire thing is going <laughs> to implode. Oh yeah, <laughs> this ragtag group getting ready to try to pull off this heist in like some imperial outfit. It's going to dramatically implode, and it's going to be spectacular. This is going to be amazing. Mm. I think. I think this is going to be fantastic. I think this is. So do I. I think this is going to be. I think this heist that they're getting ready to pull off, I have high hopes. So do I. I have high hopes about this. Because they have a good story to go off of, and and they're going to do it great. This is not going to be... I wasn't a fan of the movie. This is not... To me, this is not going to be a repeat of Solo. Solo was a a flop in my mind. This Mm. is going to surpass... I think this, for me, this is already surpassing Solo. Already surpassing solo. Just a, just the first three episodes and how they how they finished off the 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 beginning of his story was fantastic. It was fantastic. That's just the first three episodes. It's like all this intrigue, all this intrigue, all this intrigue. <gasps> Bam! Here's what happened. If they don't do that again, then yes, mm. they've dropped the ball. But if they if they can if they use that same algorithm, <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I think. He, oh, mm. <clears throat> and if and if anybody out there, including Lee, and if anybody else out there who's a hardcore Star Wars fan wants to take this as an insult, I apologize. I think anybody who doesn't like this show the way that Lee is describing, I think there's a couple of things going on. Either a you agree with Lee, and there's not enough balance for you, and you need to, to you need things to be a little bit more comedic, or you want more shoot 'em up, bang bang. Or two, you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, and you're going through withdrawal because this show is not giving you that nostalgia drug that you're so desperately longing for. I think that <laughs> I, I think that's the biggest. I part. think so do I. I think that's the biggest part too. Like like nostalgia is a powerful powerful drug and it's incredibly addictive and this show isn't giving you that in terms of Star Wars and to and to Lee's to to Lee's defense, but, that, but that, uh, uh, my have, my last point about that ha- is it's probably one of the biggest things I appreciate about this show right now is it's not doing that because I'm tired of right. it right so and that's why I, I said that when I when I did episode two. We did the first three episodes. I was like, I don't want this. Like, I don't, I don't want to see any of it in it. No. Um, and I think to Lee's defense, when we did go through Boba Fett, the fact that there was a lot of nostalgia in that is what was helping him with that. <clears throat> was you had, you know, Boba Fett. You had, you know, characters that were from the even from the original trilogy. That you could point back to and say, "That's awesome! That's awesome! That's awesome!" Um, two random fets out of nowhere. <laughs> two random fets. No, random know. huts. Huts. Yeah. Huts. Yes. Whatever. Um, Fine. I, but, I apologize. I mean, you could, you, there were still things that pointed back to the original trilogy, and you know, the Lee entire the entire show pointed back to the original. And I appreciate that too. The entire show points back to the original trilogy because they're on Tatooine. Right. That's, mm-hmm. And that's I I don't know. I think I think that's a, I was just happy that they used it to give the Mandalorian another episode. Sure. That's that's what I liked about Boba Fett. Because Mandalorian was never going to get another season. No, but I'm just happy that we didn't have to wait as long. Sure. <laughs> well, here's I said this last week, Will, and I I hope I hope cuz I do appreciate how they're actually bringing in um 
Coruscant, the 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 capital of the universe, basically yeah. the city planet, yeah. um, which comes from the prequel trilogy. I think they upgraded it and made it look better CG wise. Um, but I hope that I hope that I hope that Tatooine never enters a single part of this TV series. If we never see Tatooine, I will be so thankful. Agreed. If they bring it on, I'm going to be like, why? Why? It's not necessary. No, it's not. Not at all. It's, it's not, not. It's not necessary. And I'm, so I'm not, I'm not sitting here looking for nostalgia. Um, I don't think it needs to be in here. And that's, and, but I mean, Rogue One had nostalgia. I mean, even R2-D2 and C-3PO popped up for a second. When it happened, I was kind of like, ah, that's ridiculous. Like, they didn't have to do that. Um... You know, kind of like you and I were talking um, about the Power Rangers movie. Like, oh, look, they brought back Tommy and Kimberly for half a second just to bring them back. And it's right. like they're like people in the crowd while the, while the Zords are morphing together or whatever. So um, it's not necessary. But there is something about... Rogue One uh, did a great yeah. job doing the nostalgia part with R2-D2 and C-3PO and bringing Vader in. It was just Oh, yeah, well, Vader at the end was awesome. awesome. But they didn't soak the ep the movie with it. They did a great job no. just popping them in there, you know, like a cameo real quick and, and taking them out. Um, I don't even want to see right. a cameo of any. If we get cameos of people from Rogue One in this, fantastic. If we get cameos from the original trilogy or any of the actual Skywalker saga, it'll make me vomit because 40 years of it. Like we need like. There, there's an extended universe out there for a reason, and now this is actually getting us to that. And we don't need to have the emperor part of it. We know that he's out there somewhere, but with just having, you know, the empire. I am so thankful that we haven't even seen real stormtroopers yet. We've just seen the that, empire. That I will, that I will disagree with because we're 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 in an era where at we're at the height of the empire. I would like to see some imperial interference somewhere. Well, I mean, there's well, imperial interference. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing all these imperial officers, the but officers. Not, we're not seeing stormtroopers. Officers, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Officers, I'm fine with. Cronies, I'm fine with. But if they're if they're going into this heist and there's no like. <laughs> serious troopers serious offense yeah. to like stop them from from pulling this off that i'll be disappointed with i want to read something and i'm not and i'm not using this as a barometer for what i just said i just want to point it out it's a two-star review for this show on rotten tomato i really don't like this wow. series the rhythm the rhythm is too slow. I really don't feel any empathy with its characters. The Star Wars magical atmosphere, in my opinion, is totally absent without any references to the Force or Jedi. Too few action scenes. I hope that Disney cancels this immediately for any second season. Please give me the Mandalorian now. <laughs> um, wow. I, I, person, agree, I agree with most of that except for the That's magical. That's why I said this. Except this for the magical Force stuff. This person, this person is coming down off of nostalgia and he's going through withdrawal. That's what's happening yeah, with this person. But like I just but like I just said, I agree with him uh every but besides the whole magical force thing. I don't need the force for the Star Wars to to be exciting. Like I did like aspects of Solo. I did like I mean the force that they used in Rogue One was just enough. You know, it wasn't like 
people weren't like lifting things with their hands. It was just a dude who was just trusting his his instincts, basically. But that's the, but that's the you thing, know, though. That it's, was if fine. You look at, if you look at the universe of Star Wars itself, mm-hmm. Jedi and the Force and the Sith is such a small part of the universe. Absolutely. It's just, we focused on it for 40 years that we think it's like the entirety of the universe when in reality it's like no exactly a whole galaxy of all this stuff happening and at this present moment you know luke is off about to get trained and you know he's what 11 years old right now so he's still a moisture farmer and that's fine yeah but the po- the thing there too is like luke doesn't even know what a jedi is what the force is doesn't know any of this stuff so it makes sense that most people don't know because it's been so so many years and these people were just kind of forgot about so i so that's why i'm fine with that not existing in this time frame or at least not being prominent i mean we know that there are jedi that are alive living we've got yoda we've got ahsoka we've got kenobi (laughs) um you know and then you've got uh darth maul who's not a sith at this point he's just force sensitive and you know he's half a man or half a half a dathomirian um but i'm saying existing again this this is eu stuff that you don't know but the point is we don't need to see any of that but there's something there's an element of this that's missing that's not even a star wars thing but star wars did have multiple elements that made a movie a good movie sure and you got that with rogue one this is a television show okay and made a story a story fine I want to read one more and then we can move on to the Go ahead. properly because this one is hilarious. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, now that it's like 10 o'clock. Plotting and aimless and filled with predictable tropes. Neither neither <laughs> exciting or enjoyable. A bleak movie. Movie. It's not a movie. It's a television show, Lars. Um, <laughs> hang on. A uh, movie about, about a bar fight gone wrong. Seriously? Hilarious to see it described as stunning. Everything is grim and gray. May as well be about Russia. Slightly more exciting than a Star Wars Christmas sto- Christmas special or not. Very disappointed as Rogue One was such a great movie. Maybe next season they can, they can up the excitement by showing the Rebels doing their tax returns and grouting their bathrooms for a few episodes. <laughs> oh my god. I'm done. I understand what they're doing. They're just doing it too slowly. Sure. That's but it. Like you said, that's the best way to put it. We've been here for just about an hour now, and we haven't even uh-huh. talked about the episode yet. I feel like that's you doing this by design. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna push you. No, you guys just kept pushing against <laughs> well, me and I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, no, no, now- no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong." I'm saying I just don't. You asked me. You asked me how I felt about the last episode. <laughs> okay. 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 We let's just move on to the episode. So Cyril, you know, the one who just got kicked off, he's hanging out with E.T., I mean his mom, and he's eating like Cocoa Puffs or whatever with blue milk, and she's basically spending the entire time just telling him how much he sucks, (laughs) and that he has no prospects to the future, and she's going to have to call Uncle Harlow. Who the heck is Uncle Harlow? What kind of pull does he have? I don't know. Is he somehow in with the huts? I don't know what this is all about, but it's really just awkward, awkward and odd. And this dude just wanted to do something right. And everybody hates him for it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Agreed. But he okay, didn't do moving anything on. right. It's his own <laughs> fault. Like, like you, you. Okay. We gave, Listen, we gave he, he wanted to stand for what he thought was justice. 
Well, I mean, he wanted to stand for justice. Nobody else cared. By defying, Just by like you guys said. a direct order from your commanding officer. And you, to do what and was now, right, and, because his commanding officer yes. was basically yeah, saying, sure. look and, the other and, way, and, because and this doesn't matter. look where he is now. He's sitting down with his mommy <laughs> eating Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> That's what happens. This is what yes. happens. He, 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 he absolutely deserves it. it. This is right. I don't know. This like, absolute... I really don't know where they're going with him. And that's what I'm more interested to see. Like, what are they going to do with this character? Because now he's just depressing. He's been depressing for the past two episodes, where it's just like he's just there losing everything. And you can't tell, like, where he's going to go, what he's going to do. Is he just going to, like, Rambo out at some point and just start, like, shooting everybody, starting with his mom? I don't know, but it seems like that's what they're going with here. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway. Andor wakes up to find that his stuff is missing. He runs out of his little hut, out of his hammock, and finds Skeen has gone through it. Yeah. Um, throughout this, you know, Skeen is questioning his real motives for being there. Um, you know, finds a gun. Who's this? Who's is this? You get a great line from Andor. I didn't get a yeah. name. Perfect answer. <laughs> okay. Perfect answer. So here, I didn't get here, a name. Here. He's basically that's him flexing. Like I killed a guy and took his gun. <laughs> So this guy gets some tattoos that are pretty interesting that Uh he openly admits that nobody else on the crew knows anything about. But Uh he's suspicious of this Andor or Cassian character. Mm -hmm. Who are you to be suspicious, sir, when you're walking around with these tattoos that you're choosing not to tell anybody about? You're you're keeping this pretty... I don't know if it's... I don't know if it was a matter of him choosing to not tell them anything about it, but them... Not knowing what it even means. So he expects somebody else to give up some personal information to make the group feel more comfortable, but he's not willing to do the same thing. I mean, no. Yeah, because that's justified. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's, well, that's he's, fine. A hypocr- he's a hypocrite. He's an and absolute he, yeah. hypocrite. That's my point. Yeah. He's an absolute no, hypocrite. Uh, all, of them, all of them are. All of them have I their own kind of things of going them. on. I will say him. Well, the only, the only one who doesn't is, is the little, little boy there. No, everybody else seems kind of cool. Okay. All right. Who else has given him a hard um, time? Well, I mean, Vel was. Kind of, but she's just like on edge. Anyway, okay. Um, actually, they all kind of gave him a hard time. I mean, Cinta, Cinta was nice to him, and they keep on doing like these these flirty eye things, which kind of start off right in the bat with the other episode where, um, he's talking about. Um, oh yeah, actually, it was this episode. Oh yeah, she shares a blanket with somebody. If you get my drift, like you know, don't even think about Cinta. Sure, you know. But then you see later on that he's kind of like connecting with her. It's like, okay, well, whatever. Um, Down to the point of, like, offering her a drink, and she was, like, (laughs) Vel comes over, give me that. (laughs) Let's get to the point here. But you do get a line here where he's like, oh, I went through your stuff, you know, everything's, you know, whatever, Vel want me to check it out. But he starts talking about, like, you know, why after the Empire, and he goes, well, you know, all this happened, the axe forgets, but the tree always remembers. It's a good line. It's a good line, you know, just basically saying like, you know, the Empire clearly doesn't care about these people, but we deal with it all the time. They just move on like it's nothing because they just chop us down and then expect us just to go on our, our own way. Yeah. Um, but Andor explains that he's basically there to win and walk away. That's all he wants. Well, good luck with that. So um, 
after all this little back and forth between those two, we get back to Mon Mothma. Um, and she's, it's uh, breakfast time at home with her husband that she's completely disconnected from. Um, and her daughter, who she's also disconnected from. And her mom is basically, or they're going back and forth, like, come on, I'm taking you to school. She goes, no, dad's taking me. And then it goes this whole back and forth. And she's like, her, her daughter's basically saying, uh, you suck and I don't want to be around you. And she's like, that's hurtful. She goes, of course, you're making it all about yourself again. Okay. All right. Like, she's basically, this, everything that you do, you do it just to show off and get people's attention. And there's a reality there. And what we're getting here with everything with Mon Mothma is she's kind of torn between, not, not so much torn, but she's being found, she's, it's being noticed by her family, especially her daughter, which makes sense because kids are generally pretty intuitive in that sense. They pick things up that most of the things that she's doing is to show off and show that she is obviously part of the Senate and, you know, on the Imperial side because that's her cover to kind of cover up what she's really got going on in the back. You know, the shady stuff she's been doing with Luthen, um, which, I mean, obviously we're you know, happy for and all that stuff um, because it's for the Rebellion. But the thing is, she's going to get to a point in this series where she basically cracks and says, which we do get at one point in Rebels, I can no longer put on this ruse. I'm 100% for the rebellion right now because they're going to find me out anyway. And that's kind of what's happening here where she's at a breaking point where she's like, how, how much longer can I sit here and pretend that this is my life, you know, with her family that hates her, you know, and everything else that she's doing and all the people around her that she works with that hate her and aren't, you know, are going to come to a dinner party or whatever. And she's like, they all hate me. They, they try to undo everything that I've done. Like, so clearly, um, this is, she's getting to her breaking point, and that's where we're building up to the beginning of the actual Rebel Alliance. When she's talking in one episode, I think it was the last one, Will, you weren't around for it, um, when we were talking about her conversation with Luthen, she says she had another person she wanted to bring in. I'm wondering if that's Bail Organa. Um, that was kind of my thought, is that who she was talking about? Um, because he's also like a huge beginning of the rebellion. Yeah, uh, possible. So maybe, possible. but this is the whole point is like what they're doing with her is we're seeing her get to her breaking point where she basically says, screw this and just leaves. You know, she's no longer Senator Mon Mothma. She's just Mon Mothma, leader of the rebellion. I'm, really, I'm not really so, too much too worried about the whole family element thing. Like, yeah, she's disconnected well, right now, but that's mostly because she's just living this double life, and her life right. is literally on the line if she messes up, so there are other things that she kind of has to pay attention to. Like, all that can Absolutely. very easily be fixed. Like, if she turns around and goes home and, like, grabs her husband, well, her husband's acting kind of shady, but if she goes home and grabs her daughter and says, we're joining the rebellion, we're going to fight back against the Empire, it's going to be you and me, like, that's, that, that's, that's fixed. So, that's, eh. I, I really, yeah, yeah whatever. I don't I don't see her being doing anything with her family after she she makes this Why? jump. Because her husband doesn't her husband doesn't care. Her husband seems like he's 100% with with the, you know, the empire. Well, her husband's kind of shady, so <laughs> right. And then the daughter is just, you know, whatever. Just uh, maybe, maybe there's a connection. I don't know. We'll, we'll wants a relationship with her mother. It's just not happening right now because she's preoccupied. Yeah, I guess that's, an, that. that's, a, that's an incredibly easy fix. 
yeah. So, I mean, that's basically what's happening with Mon Mothma there. Um, we get back to uh, the young dude. Oh, jeez, I, I wish I remembered some of these characters' names. I know they brought him up a bunch multiple times. Was it um, Karis? Was that his name? The young one? Yeah, Karis. Um, he is... Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, he's basically sitting down next to him and offers him Dre milk. Um, Dre's must be the sheep that they have there that have multiple horns. I do like, I do like that in these, they're just throwing extra horns on regular earth animals and not just doing a bunch of CG stuff. Sure. Like, hey, look, it's a ram with extra horns. Oh, cool. I can buy that. Um, but his line there is like, yeah, you can live off of it, but you may question your existence after a few days. Yeah. Okay. He pulls out this old tech. Looks, it looks like an old Polaroid camera, but apparently it's some kind of navigation system. Um, and he kind of goes on this whole, you know, kick about like, you know, this represents freedom. You know, we're not relying on the imperial technology and stuff like that. This is old stuff. You learn this. You can't unlearn it. It's good stuff. And the kid's just like 100% for the cause, you know? That's kind of where he's at. I like that. Yeah, I, I do like his character. I like when he was going, you know, like, look at these two things. They both can do the same thing, but one's about ideas and empowerment, and this one's about blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's all about freedom. It's all about being free and not being tied down by what the Empire's doing. Well, and also, well... Chuck, it, you, it's also you all right? <laughs> you okay, Chuck? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's also kind right. of a meta conversation going on there that interests me because I'm so big into tech, and that's like the whole mm -hmm. right to repair thing that's been going on over the past several years, how I'm not mm -hmm. allowed to open a cell phone and repair something myself, or I'm not allowed to buy said part right. and make a repair on something myself. I have to send it back to a manufacturer, or I have to get their approval, blah, 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 or I void something right. and it's not viable anymore. Like, printers. How ridiculous is it that I cannot fill an ink cartridge without the printer telling me, no, you have to go back to Epson and buy an actual, you, you're not allowed to refill this. Absolutely. We, we, we have these well, cartridges dude, shipped now. You can't, I think that's ridiculous. I, I and, Absolutely. And, 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 and it's the, well, it's the reason why, for perfect example that I can bring up right here. You gave me a dryer and a washing machine. <laughs> Yeah, I can. It's old. I they were can old. Fix you them. can fix them. Mm -hmm. The new washing machines that are out right now are so. There's a chip inside of there that if one thing breaks, the whole thing goes down, <clears> and you have to get the right part that's on top of a mountain in Mount Empress, and the only person that can get it is a GE approved technician. Which no, no, no. I no, want to. That's, that's not fix exactly it. accurate. I, really sorry. Yeah, dude, I've, I've fixed my washer and my dryer like three times in the past couple of years. YouTube University. I found what I needed. I found I found aftermarket parts. I love that. And YouTube University. I absolutely love that. Dude, that's how I've been doing that's everything. That's how everybody does everything now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's but I'm great. Saying the, it's the great. washing machine that I had, the system that was in, like, the design of the system, they were all built, mm -hmm. like, slightly differently. So you had to, like, do yeah. a code with the nozzle or, no, with the, with the turn key or whatever it was, and it had to be specific for that system and that system alone, and then you had to press the button a certain amount of times, and if one thing broke, bye-bye. Yeah. Call somebody. Good luck. Yeah, that, w that was a GE brand? think so 
Oh, interesting. That's, that's yeah, the reason I've, I've why when LG you offered products. me like an old school, I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that's why I like old cars. You can actually work on them. Nowadays, I can't even change the battery in my car without removing the cowl. That's crazy. Like I have, it, it, I have to take, I have to take off the the windshield wipers, like the whole arms. I have to remove the whole cowl, pull this thing back, get over here just to get the battery out. And I pull my back trying to do it because there's no easy way to get the battery. It's all the way up, like basically right in front of the, um, the, the dash. It's crazy. So I I don't, I don't know why they do this nowadays, but that's where we're at. That's why, that's why I like my truck. I love my truck. It's old. It's boxy. It can get to everything. They not only want you for the cost of the item that you're purchasing, but they want you for the repair too. Oh, absolutely. It's also because you have a Ford. Yes. And I've been, my life has been saved by a Ford and I've, I've been, I can work on Fords. I know Fords, right? Yeah. Fixed or repaired daily. Everyone Mm, knows them. Free or really desperate. My first car was a Ford Taurus. 1994. (laughs) Anyway. Um, how would you know the weight? Okay. That's what this conversation is. So they're talking about this, uh, what was they calling it? A Rono, Rono freighter that they were taking. Um, and the whole thing is back and forth about the weight. Like, how would you know the weight? And he's like, it doesn't seem like you're testing me. It seems like you don't really know what you're talking about here. And he's like, you don't know how to get off the runway, do you? What were you going to do if I wasn't here? And, you know, he's realizing they just didn't have their plan in order. And this is exactly why Luthen pulled him in. He knew that they were ill-equipped and that's why he was going to cancel the mission anyway, because they didn't have somebody who knew what he was doing. And he clearly knows what he's doing. He's like, I'm going to pilot this. She goes, no, no, no. And he goes, listen, if it's my butt on the line, I'm flying this thing out of here. You guys aren't touching it. That's ridiculous. You clearly don't know what you're doing here. You guys are are grilling me, <laughs> grilling me on learning all of this stuff, but you don't even know the technology. It took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was just about yeah. to go there. He goes in there and tells them what's what, and he's still getting grief. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So how, it's does just funny. Not, how does this not intrigue you? It's 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 intriguing. I just I'm. It's slow. It's boring. Ugh, whatever. It's just not. It's just not giving me the, the warm and fuzzies. Whatever. Um. No, because there's no force. I told you it, I don't care about that. It hasn't been awoken yet. Mm-hmm. 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 It hasn't been so we get what's this Lieutenant Gorn, right? Is that the guy we're seeing there? Gorn, he's the one who's kind of there in. Whoa, Chuck just used the force uh, in his water that? bottle, just did moved across that? the room. Yeah, <laughs> he manipulated the force. I, I love how they call it using the force. It's like you're just manipulating what exists because the force it surrounds us, binds us, holds the universe together. Um. Oh, interesting thing. Do you realize that um, when they did Rise of Skywalker and they had like all the voices talking to Ray, they actually used Alec Guinness's voice saying Ray. Mm. You know how they did that? They literally took the word "Don't be afraid" and just said Ray. <laughs> <laughs> they literally cut it from A New Hope and they put it in there, and that's how they did it. So he actually says Ray. And then uh, Ewan McGregor finishes the line. Wow. Yeah, I, I heard that recently. It was Ewan McGregor did an interview, and I'm like, that's insane. I can't that's believe ridiculous. they actually did that. But then still had him follow up with the rest of the line. Like, well, it's that's genius, one way to do yeah. it. 
It's it's yeah. Yeah. Ray. <laughs> um so anyway, uh, Lieutenant Gorn uh sees the privates have been just like playing around, playing target practice near one of these little temples that are set up out there, and he's clearly upset and he's, you know, he's keeping up his appearance and you know just like what you know, what are you doing? Get things together, blah blah blah, but he's also upset because that's kind of their starting point. Like who's messing around over here? You know, we have a plan going on and you know, these guys shouldn't be over here. So he kind of flips out at them, gets them out of there. Um, while that's going on, um, the other guy, the, the the rebels, you know, little faction there, they're practicing walking like a soldier. And again, you've got uh, Andor here, who's just like, you two should switch sides. Why? Well, Skeen's a lefty. He's like, okay. And he, like, you, you shouldn't, say, you know, Leave this, leave this alone. You should be worrying about this and not that. And she goes, "No, no wait he, a second. No, Bell's he, he just actually like, like looks how do you know at him this? and tells him, "Maybe you should uh, yeah. focus on what you're doing right now before you start giving out suggestions." And it's like, wh- exactly. What, what, what? Why? He's right. <laughs> He's absolutely right. And then, so then he goes through, like, you know, what about everybody else? Go. Like, oh, uh, okay. Well, they're righty. They're righty. Well, uh, you know, what's his face there? He favors right, but shoots it left. Proves so clearly He's paying attention <laughs> to everything. Everything. everything and this yes. is, it shuts everybody up too. immediately oh absolutely it shuts them up completely. it's fantastic this is how do you yep. not like this i, I <laughs> love this character i love I like this it, character but this is what i'm saying i can't put my finger on it but something is missing that's not it's not exciting like i, I enjoy what they're doing here but something is missing there's some element not the force that's missing here no, we Mr. got we got tanks. We got tie fighters flying over right past them, which was odd. Like it just flew right over them. They didn't bother hiding, and nothing it happened. Was a statement. That's because, but no, they're not expecting it either. They don't know. They think they're just locals. They have no idea that they're actually none. None. Anything. That's kind of what I thought. So why were they hiding it the other time? Z- well, the tie fight. The first time the tie fighter did the flyover, it wasn't like a flyover. It was pretty far away, and it didn't like turn back around, and, right? And make that close, you know, sweep that it did mm-hmm. in in this scene that you're talking about right now. That was a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, like yeah. clearly, it was that tie fighter was out there. The pilot saw mm-hmm. these, you know, cheap people, and 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 made mm-hmm. this just for a statement. Like, hey, we're here. We're watching. And we can mess with you whenever we want to. Yeah, okay, I guess so. That's how I took it. So, you got this Captain Tigo dude. He's going to his new post. Uh, The dude who I don't know who he is and what his character's about. He's the the Imperial officer who's like a jerk to Blevins. You know, the blonde girl. Um... I don't have him up here in IMDb. I don't. I don't know who he is, what he's doing, but he's he's another Imperial officer who's kind of a jerk. Oh, uh, Lieutenant Sub. Uh, no, he's Blevin. Oh, well, I got that wrong. The blonde lady. Oh, Dedra Miro. Okay, she's Miro. He's Blevin. So Blevin's there talking to Tigo, and he's basically like, "Oh, so what do you think?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, you know, this is going to be my new post. Whatever. Yeah, I'll take this. But can I be named Prefect?" He's like, "You can wear a ball gown if you like. I don't care what you call yourself." Um, you're, you're posted here, so have fun with it. That goes nowhere. I don't know who that guy is, what they're doing. They're setting up on the, on Ferrix. Is that what that is? 
It goes nowhere. It hasn't even started yet. It's like it was the introduction. It's going to go somewhere. I'm almost right. I'm, I'm just trying to figure. Sure I don't. Whatever, I don't know. I don't even know where they're whatever. at because we're not get. We're not getting the stuff we got in the first few episodes, which is here we are. Here's the planet we're on. I don't even know where these people are, and what the relevance of it is. I'm lost at clearly, this point. Clearly, they're establishing some type of outpost. And on? this officer is tasked with getting it up to speed. I get that, but where are they? Cares. I do, because it seems like it must be relevant. <laughs> they're, anyway, they're on a, doesn't go anywhere else planet, in this episode. They're on a planet <laughs> where clearly there are some, some shenanigans going on that the Empire wants to keep an eye on. What's the shenanigans? Oh. Right. oh. So, um, Gorn... <laughs> Gorn is disgusted with the soldiers. At one point, he's talking to one dude, you know, up by this, like, dam or something like that, looking around. And the guy is just, like, ripping on all the Eldanis, you know, saying how they're, like, disgusting. Like, one person looked at me one day and, Pshah! like, he's just like, I hate, I hate these guys. Like, I'm, I'm going to be I so hate, happy when we're done with this. I, I hate, hate, I hate. Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Yeah. So, <laughs> Skeen keeps on going through Andor stuff, stuff, you know, again, and it's time to get dressed. Okay. Cool. Uh, you got this character again. What's her name? Dedra Miro. She's on to the Rebels. She knows that something's going on or somebody's up to something, you know, with all these stuff, that, all these things that have been stolen. And I say... Rebels, I mean, basically Cassian or whoever else has been stealing the, you know, the Star Path, uh, NS9, whatever, and then something else and something else. And there's all this stuff seems to be stolen at random. She's like, no, you never climb the same fence twice. The dude's like, yeah, it's too random to actually be random. So I love something else is going on I here. I love, again, something else that kind of intrigues me about this character in particular I love that mm -hmm. she's humbled enough to admit that she doesn't know what she's doing. Right. Yes. I think that's really interesting yeah. for like an Imperial mm -hmm. officer, like on screen to say, I have no idea what I'm doing. And her be like, just way in way over her head and like almost frightened. Oh, about yeah. The, like, the prospect of what could potentially happen to her. I think that's fantastic. Right. And mm -hmm. she's going off of a gut yeah. feeling of this is going somewhere. Yes. I can feel it. Hoping that it actually helps her out in yeah. the long run like a, it better it she better no pan, it better pan out into something for her so right 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 that's the hope so now they're all around a fire again this episode is basically just setting up what's going to happen in the next episode which i really hope it's something good you know i really hope it's going to lead to something it's not going to be another episode of them just like trying to make their way down the mountain or something because honestly if i want to watch that i'd watch lord of the rings for the 17,000th time you know, I'm all set with watching people walk. Lord of so, the Rings is not just them walking. There is so much action in Lord of the Rings. You're right. Rings. Here's the first movie. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> off of Clerks. Lord of the Rings was I full of know. action. Except for the, the first half of the first movie. Because that's where they were just... It all started. Mm -hmm. After that, there is action through the entirety of the film. Yeah, I get it, Chuck. All three I of them. I get it. I get it. But the basic premise is, he's walking. No, you know, you know what would make a lot more sense if that Gandalf just called premise. if Gandalf just called the giant eagle and just rode the ring over there and dropped it in himself. But then you wouldn't have the journey. 
I know. Remember that 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 uh, that meme I sent you, where it's just like he uh, Gandalf knocks on on Bilbo's door and he goes, "I I don't have any like I don't I don't want any well wishers or this or that." And he goes, "What about old friends?" And then he opens up the door, and then you know that's how the whole thing comes in. And Gandalf goes into into Bilbo's house. Well, in the, in the meme, basically, it says, what about old friends? And he goes, no. And it just says, directed by Peter Jackson. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if Bilbo just said no, that's it. So anyway, um, these guys are all around a fire. Um, he clearly has a little thing with Cinta, but it's not huge, but it's just there, you know. It, it almost seems like he's doing it just, you know, to, to you know, to spite Skeen. <laughs> but anyway, they all take a swig of nog. He hands over there. None for her. You know, basically, hey, let's get let's get going. Um, off we go. Lieutenant Gorn. Um, we find out why. Like she she's ta- or he's talking to Vel and he's like, what's up with Lieutenant Gorn? Why is he doing this? And she's like, well, he lost a promotion for falling in love with a local woman and basically, you know, she's gone, blah, blah, blah. He lost his taste for the Empire. So he's just, like, really mad because this whole thing went down and the way that they treat the local people, he just can't deal with it. He's like, this is messed up, I can't. So he goes down, Gorn, and he sees, like, where this, you know, this freighter is that they're about to go to. He's checking it out and making sure it's where it needs to be. And he sees all these people and he doesn't, I, I actually did appreciate how he handled this situation where he made it look like he was going to make them all stay there and work really hard. But then he like says like, Oh, we've never seen this, sir. We've been here for this many years. It only happened so many times. Can we please go look? Can we please, sir? And he's just like, Hmm, fine. Make sure you do all this the day after tomorrow. But remember, you know, make sure people understand that I'm being leaning here. You know, like it made it look like they were begging to leave. Not like he's saying, oh, have the night off because that would be too suspicious. Yeah. Right. I like how he set this up where yeah. he basically says, tell everybody that I'm against this idea, but I'm going to let you do it. So that was well done. Um, finally, Skeen sneaks up on on Andor here. Finds the the Sky Kyber crystal, right? He's like, dude, why is this guy running around with nothing, like nothing but the shirt on his back and a in a in a, a crystal worth thirty thousand credits? Yeah. Clearly, that doesn't make any Zero. sense. So, give basically, she just Vel's just like, let's just move on. Give him the stone and kill each other later. You know, like let's just move on here. Don't worry about it. You know, if she keeps on going with like, he's Clem, he's here. Let's move. Let's go. Get on with it. Again, you know, his his, um, his reasoning but, for why he's acting this way doesn't make any sense. Just because yeah. he doesn't like the answers that that Cassian is giving doesn't mean that they're mm-hmm. not good answers. Why right. are you and that's here? Why, why, I was why, told I could help. Well, well, you're not telling us from who. Well, it doesn't really matter. What do you want? Well, I believe what I believe, and what does he say? I oh wait a minute, did I? Did I? Um, I was told I could help. Oh, he, then earlier in the episode, he goes into like, what do you believe or whatever? And he goes, I know what I'm up against yeah. and everything else is going to have to wait. Like he's giving you answers. He's you may not like the yeah. answers that he's giving you, but he's giving you answers nonetheless. It doesn't. I, and it's just now right. all of a sudden you're you're attacking him from behind, holding a knife to his throat and stealing his his property. Like that's what's happening now. Yeah. And why? Why? For what reason? 
So the, the whole thing that they kept on going on about over and over again is we've been planning this for what, five months or something, they said, and suddenly they bring a new guy in. We don't trust a new person coming in when we've had this plan going for months. You know, and, and that could be, it's just like, it's unfair. You know, why would they bring somebody in? Why would we trust somebody who's brand new? We know nothing about this person. How can we trust our lives and the future of the rebellion in this person's hands if we don't know him? So he's just really burned. And he explains later on why, um, you know, why he feels like he's been burned before and why he doesn't trust and why he saw Kyber Crystal as something that really kind of triggered him even more. You know, when he thought he saw Kyber and then he takes it from him, there's there's a, a meaning behind that as well. But around this time, this is where Cassian basically straight up says, I'm being paid to be here. You know, he opens it up, doesn't say exactly by who, but he just says, you know, you need to know that's that's it. That's what it is. The choice you know, the choice was basically take him or call it off. That's why, you know, Vel finally says it. She's like, why would we call it off? Well, clearly we weren't ready, <laughs> you know, and here's where we're at. So I, I love, I love Andor's line here is he's basically says, listen, if you want out of this, make that choice. Don't use me as the excuse. You know, it's like, if you want to do this, let's do this. Shut up. Stop trying to ask me why I'm doing this. What's going on? Let's move on here. But it seems like you're just trying to find an excuse to to not trust me and to not go through with this. I will agree. The the first review that I read with the from from the guy, I I apologize for forget his name, where he said typical tropes. This is a typical trope of I don't care oh, yeah. if 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 you're the smartest guy in the bunch. We we're not going to listen to you, despite how right you may be. Um. Yeah, we don't know how we're going to pull this heist off. Oh, you, you, you actually have a plan? Oh, sure. Um, we're marching in the wrong formation, and it's going to give us away. Oh, you have an idea of how we can fix that? We still don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Why? Why don't you it's, trust them? It, it's, it's just it's the stupid character trope. That I will agree with. Mm-hmm. This is kind of tropey. Yeah. Yeah, you could have any yeah. other reason in the world not to trust him. You can make something up. He could have done something, you know, shady, like like or or <sighs> at least act a little bit more shady than he is, and that would be adjusted. Mm. But no, that's not what's happening here. Like he's getting to no. know the crew. He's somewhat opening up. The person who was in charge is telling you he's on the up and up because she trusts Luthen, Lutheran, like Luthen, yeah, like Lutheran. Like, we, like we have, like we have a thing going on here. So it's like everybody else seems to kind of be getting on board, and it's like okay, we don't trust him, but we'll go along with the plan. But then this guy just jumps up out of nowhere and just, I'm going to hold a knife to your throat. But now they're even starting to question her a little bit because she didn't tell them about this at all. Like she obviously knew that he was paid to be there. She won't tell him or she won't she won't tell them who the contact was that brought him around, which I mean, we're all still kind of figuring out what Luthen's deal is. I mean, he's clearly another person just like Mon Mothma, who's who's like, you know, in with the ritzy imperial sure. people. Yet he is he's backing yes. a rebellion here. So, I mean, that that's all we kind of know about him. But anyway, um, we get back to Mon Mothma here. She's riding in the car with her husband. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, what did you didn't tell me about this? She goes, oh, what, the new foundation? She goes, yeah, well, you wouldn't care about it. And he's like, why wouldn't I care? She goes, well, it's charitable. <laughs> okay. So 
at that point, he just asks the driver to take the expressway. Okay, he seems a little bothered that she's doing this for what reason? Why don't you tell me about these things? He's questioning what she's up to. And she's kind of, she might be thinking at this point that maybe he's starting to question too much and that he might be a problem, you know, might be a problem. Um, and that's why she's been so sketchy with even her driver and anybody else. Amazing. You know, she can't let anybody else besides Luthen know what she's up to. So apparently she was getting money to the rebellion as well. Um, in other ways. And that's why there's information here that's somehow going back and forth. And that's why they have this, know what the payload is. And you know the payroll. I don't blame her. All those credits. I don't blame, I don't her, blame either. her. It's just that's that's where we are. So, um, they're basically all in place. Um, Skeen shares about his brother, and you know explains this and that. You know this person died. This thing happened here. He was a farmer. Something about Kyber Crystal. So it basically the Kyber Crystal was just an extra trigger on top of him not trusting this. And all he says that he's like, well, that's as close as an apology you're going to get. And Andor says, well, that's close enough. Okay. He keeps asking where the women are going to be, Cinta and Vel, and never getting an answer. And we still don't have an answer. All we know is that she, they're not coming along because well, obviously they're not going to be pretending to be officers. So they're not going to be there. They're going to be somewhere else. I'm wondering where they're going to be as well. All of this stuff is up in the air. We don't know. And this goes back to what you're talking about, about dead man's chest. Who's doing what? What's the actual yeah. plan here? And it's just like, uh, sometimes it, with, with something like this, with a heist type thing, it's very, it's not normal for us to watch a heist type situation and not know the plan. I appreciate and maybe that. and maybe that's why I'm feeling like something might be amiss because generally when you watch a heist movie for I mean, name a heist movie they always go over here's the plan here's what we're going to do and then we know they try to go through the plan and there's a couple of hitches you know they deal with it and then there's one big hitch and then they all deal with it and then blah 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 that's well, the movie usually what we happens get through too it. is when they're doing the heist as they're talking about a certain part it's they're talking about it as it's happening so you're, you're well, yeah, they the, do that too. That's something that's common in, in movies, yeah. Right, but in this case, I actually love that we don't know what's going to happen yet. We have no idea what the plan is, except for he's somehow going to steal a freighter that's not normally meant to be flown this way. Another thing that you have a lot of times too is if you watch something like Ocean's Eleven, or even if you watch Usual Suspects, like they, they'll go, they'll be going through whatever plan it is, but then there'll be like one mm -hmm. massive hiccup, and they'll leave the hiccup right. out as like the big reveal. Right, I know that. That's what I'm getting at. But they're not doing that here. They're leaving the whole thing as I a like big reveal. That. The entire. You I like, like it. That. So far, I like I it like so far, so yeah, because you don't, I, I don't want to know what's going to happen. I like that. Surprise me. I, so, so I'm, I like that they've been doing it with a lot of the other stuff we've been watching, but it's just because they're doing it again, one, that makes it at this point because it's been done so many times and the, and the things we've been watching that's Disney funded, you know, all the MCU stuff and all the Star Wars stuff, that's starting to get kind of tropey for me, is that we're going like, what's going to happen? I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's happening. But now they're doing it with something that's a heist. It's making me go like, oh, you never do that with the heist, and you're going to do it again? So now you're doing something that's been done in everything we've been watching so far, and you're doing it with something that it really, it's never been done. 
it's making me feel uneasy. Like I'm not interested in the heist because I don't know anything about what this plan is. I'm the opposite. I'm, Except I'm for they're going to go in there and the pretend to be I officers. Don't know what is going to happen is I I love it. Maybe you know what? Maybe it's it's going it's going to take away from what would be the big reveal because well, the heist is going to we're not we're well, not see, even, we're not it's seeing not even a so much as the heist is going to be the big reveal. I mean, you have the you have the key information that you need. These four are going to pose as imperial officers or or what have you, and you know the real uh-huh. imperial officer is going to escort them to wherever they need to be, and they are going to steal this whatever it is, and these two women are going right. to be off, and that's going to be somewhat of the reveal, and then everything is going to come together that's that's how this heist is going to happen i like this here because one of my biggest issues with disney particularly the mcu is how handholdy everything has been they're not doing that Mm -hmm. here i appreciate that you can you can listen and i know you're 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 you for decades now you've been very big on don't spoil anything for me i don't want to know anything and I'm of the opinion, like, well, what really is there to spoil about this stuff? There, there, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a big bad. There's going to be a massive CGI battle. And the good guys are going to win at the end. What else is there to spoil right. for you? Here, you don't know what's going to happen. The only thing that you know is going to mm-hmm. happen is in five years, Cass is dead. That's the only thing you know. Mm-hmm. Everything else is very mm-hmm. much up in the air. And I like Did that. Did we see him die, though? Did we actually see Stop. him die? We're not doing this. <laughs> We actually hey, saw Disney. Him die. Can, Disney can do no. I mean, we saw the planet blow up, but did we see him die? Him and Rick. No, Jen. Him and Jen yeah. were engulfed by the nuclear blast. Did we see that they though? Were on top. Yeah, of the sure, but they weren't like they beamed up by like you know Doctor Spock or something. They're on the beach. They're on the beach. I thought they were on top of like the scaffold or whatever it was. Like, what am I thinking about? No, they they end up going. They were, he, and then they went down what? to the beach. Yeah, they were. They went. They didn't the die when they were up there when they were about to kiss. Listen, we didn't see them Sarah the Connor on, on the gate, so I didn't see it happen. Sarah Connor. <laughs> Sarah Connor on the fence. Okay, that they was a dream. Die. You watch the nuclear <laughs> blast engulf them. Yeah, they're, okay. yeah they're, he's dead. So that's all we know. <laughs> that's all we know. And I okay. like that. I right. like not knowing. I don't want to know everything. I do not want Disney to hold my hand. I like that this is more <coughs> dramatic. I like that it's a lot more adult. I like that there's not a whole lot of hocus pocus. I like that it's high drama. I like that the stakes or tensions are high. I like that this crew looks like they were about to implode on one another. I think this is fantastic. Okay. And you're still bored. <laughs> it's, fine. Yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So we end this with Luthen listening on his radio for any type of update, not getting anything, but he's just like, he's nervous. He's clearly nervous. And he's questioning his decision for, for sending Cassian out there because basically that's two people tying, tying things back to him. You know, because of Vel, his connection with Vel and his connection yeah. with him, it can still somehow be traced back yeah, to him. That's rough. Um, so that's just double the tracing back. There's also what's her um, name, and he's pretty high that, up. That, but that Cash just left back on the planet, like his. She knows, right? I'm forgetting her name. She doesn't know what he's up to. No, she has no idea really? what he's up to. She was just she was just trying to get the 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 star path over to him. She didn't know what he was actually up to. 
Okay. I mean, okay, maybe she fine. knew a little fine. bit, but I'll, still, I'll it's not. It's it. like I don't, I don't know the answer. To that's that. up in the air. What it. was her name? Vix or something? Vix Vapor Rub? I don't know. Tricks? Who? Bix? 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 Tricks are for kids. So, um, basically, Luthen's there talking to the the woman who works with him or who's there with him in the shop, and she's like, you know, hey, just chill out. It'll all be over tomorrow, or it'll just be starting, because you know this is basically the beginning of of. The rebellion being like a legit like here we go once we do this we are going to be marked as enemies of the empire and they're going to know that we're we're coming pretty, together here i'm pretty sure she even says this is the start of the rebellion she probably said that yeah before like in the beginning of it or something like that no, but it was around the campfire she says this is the beginning yes. of the rebellion right yes she does there not the so, person so, later on so 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 help me out in rebels where does it say that the alliance that the rebel alliance began in in rebels so later on like the rebels are are starting to get together mon moth was a big deal like she's a big part of it you still you'll still see bail organa and stuff like that i can't give you exact episodes but um it's not right. even like right off the bat it's as it goes on you start seeing it being built and, and how, it's just these people how, who are against it how much it. before um before New Hope, does that happen? Does that take place? How far? It takes about the same... It's it's right around this time. It's the same thing. Like, we're watching it kind of, like, hand in hand. Okay, so... So is it safe to say, then, that this is the actual start of the Rebellion, and what happens in Rebels is after this? No, I think it's going to be during. I think I think they're going to be kind of crossing through. I, um, I, I, they're, I get They're that, intersecting. What I'm trying to say is, if what you're seeing in Rebels is a month after this scene in their time frame, mm. this is still the start of the Rebellion, not Rebels. Um, I, don't, I have a different question. Well, no, because I haven't watched all of Rebels. I'm only part way through I have it. a different question that might be kind of an answer to what we're talking about. Are there multiple okay. people within the Senate who are actively working against the Empire? Oh, yeah. Senator okay. Organa no, 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 was no, 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 Senator I'm Organa. About, I'm not talking about just Senator Organa. I'm talking about what we're seeing here. Like, this is one crew yeah. getting ready to pull off a heist. How do we know that there isn't another right. crew across the galaxy that's about to do the same thing? There, there is. There you go. There is. And that's where it ties into Rebels. That's why I'm saying it's intersecting. They're all connected. So, so then... Because, so because then, when you start that's seeing... Why, that's why What's-Their-Name was saying that these are all too... They're all too random to be random. Right, so I think Fine. that's what's connecting with all then, the other stuff then, that's going then, on. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that this is pointless, but this argument is kind of <laughs> wishy-washy if there's multiple things going on that we, the viewer, aren't privy to. Right, okay. absolutely. And I think that's what we're going to eventually get to as the show goes on, because the show is focused. I mean, strictly on just the beginning of the rebellion. Bunch of people getting together saying, we're going to start something here, we're going to make it real, and, you know, things are going to happen. So, But yeah. this isn't the start of the rebellion. I though. just, come on, it's I'm trying show. to... No, it is, It, but my point is, it's not the first time that they've ever done it. You're right. Rebels in came the, out years the, ago. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. In the in our timeline, in, in, in reality that we have, you're right, Rebels came <laughs> right. out first, so you heard it first in Rebels, but but it's happening simultaneously. Is my point? It, 
it, it is. But that's why I said if if what Chuck, you're seeing in Rebels dude, takes usually, place six months usually from I'm now, on your side. It doesn't. This is this is as semantics as semantics gets. This is <laughs> yeah. It's really this is dumb. I'm the point sorry. is it's. These are happening simultaneously. Can I tell you exactly when? One, no, I haven't finished the series Rebels uh, uh, yet. One word, uh, well, what, what I just said, but one word that can kind of solve this in your mind, Chuck, a little bit, compartmentalization. Everybody's doing their job, and they know the job that they're doing, and they're not worrying about the person next to them. That's kind mm-hmm. of the way I'm looking mm-hmm. at this. Mm-hmm. Right, I, d- I do that too, but these people are working specifically for in, in line to Mon Mothma. Like, she's over Luthen, who is now over this group of people. If she is the... the this is the... the, the I, I don't think she's on. over Luthen. I think that she and Luthen are kind of on the yeah. same level. That She's oh. not over him. Really? But she's the start of the rebellion. She's the one who who takes the helm of the rebellion, yeah. But well, I said... So, I'm talking about where they're at right now as far as their involvement right now and what we get later on. I mean, what we get in Rebels so. is there's a conversation so that she has where she says, you know, hey, there's no going back for me at this point, which we're I going to see she, in I don't this think show. So, because if she was in the same position as Luthen, she would be in and out doing things that he's doing, you know, really risking his life, her life. She's just not doing that. She's still... Just yeah, they're not home. doing the same exact thing, but they're both in the same position, the same level of authority in the empire, and they're sympathizing with the rebel, the rebels. Okay, they so, might be in the same level of authority in the empire, but in the rebellion, they're not. That's like saying, you know, both the the emperor and Darth Vader are both Sith, and they have the same. But no, the empire doesn't go out and do what Darth Vader does. Okay, he Chuck sits back at the throne and waits. Mon Marthma is sitting at home giving the orders, and he's going and fulfilling her orders. Everybody has their own different job, just like different parts of a, of a body, for example. You know, there's feet, there's hands, there's this, there's that. You know, there are people who do the video, there are people who do the music, there are people who, who are the security ushers or whatever. Like, there's all these different parts. Head. And you have one head, right. And that's Mon Marthma. No, no this, have, this is a bunch of people. heads with this thing. There are multiple heads here, but the thing is, when it comes down to who ends up being, like, the decision maker, the person who's running things, it ends up being her. It's not her at this moment. That's what, that's what this show is building up to, is seeing her rise to that position I would and be authority. Very su- I would but be very all- surprised if somewhere written inside of the EU that none of us know about, there is another character out there on the Senate, on the level of Mamathma, that's doing almost the oh, exact absolutely. same thing that we just don't know about. And of course they wouldn't... Right, and, of and they'd probably they, die. Yeah, exactly. And of course they wouldn't know about each other because they're probably afraid of who they can trust. Well, Absolutely. they're in a galaxy further away. <laughs> sure, <so. laughs> sure, but it's just, it's just, it's just the point. I think the argument of this is the point where the rebellion begins. I think that is arbitrary at best. I, I don't no, think the rebellion it starts starts with an idea. Sure, I don't think it matters. You want to get semantical from though? <laughs> I don't think that no. matters at all. I think I don't think no. I don't think whether or not Ma Marthma's idea to rebel against the Senate. I don't think that's the start of the rebellion. Whatever happened in Rebels, I I don't think it matters. What matters yeah. is it's happening. Now, mm-hmm. 
the catalyst. If if this heist turns out to be the catalyst, fine. But it doesn't have to be the start. But they say it. They say this is the start. How do you get around that? How do you how do you sit there and say this is canon? Rebels is canon. This but- is the start. The what they're doing is the start. You know it. That's that is ridiculous. You're you're questioning there. This is the start. This is all the start. It's all the. Uh, what came first, Chuck? The chicken or the egg? The chicken. Okay, it's all the same thing. It's a chicken. <laughs> it's the now rebellion. We're on to a different. How did the chicken come first? That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Depending on what you believe. <laughs> We're not getting into evolution versus creation on this conversation during this podcast. <laughs> no, not today. We'll be here for days. <laughs> days. It would uh-huh. take a lot. It would take no, a nap, I, maybe a ball of tequila. It would take a lot. <laughs> no, I think I, I don't think it matters where it begins. I don't. That's uh, whatever. What matters is it's happening. No. I, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah, and it's not the happening, and that's what really course. matters. Of course. That being really? said, looking so forward to another episode wow. of Andor coming out Jeez. soon. <laughs> How do you really feel, Lee? Why I'm, just, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually happy, because, like... That he's... Giving his real feelings yes, this time because I wanted this. I don't like. I, I don't like this pattern. Boring, boring. Oh, boring, boring. Oh, like don't do it two times in a row. It's. I don't like patterns like that. It doesn't make it. It's. It's not. It's not random enough to be random. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. I love it. I think this is fantastic. I'm having. A good I would have appreciated this. somebody getting shot. Nobody got shot. Nobody shot anything. Like, that's it. You. Just something. Do you, do you, you need that, though? You. Normally, yes. I'm you know the, why? Because if, if Gorn got caught by somebody and he had to shoot them, and then he had to hide them, you know, we have a whole, like, you know, Moses is, hiding, the, you know, whatever, not, somebody is, burying them. That would be a great little thing that could listen, be a hiccup. Listen, listen. But no. I'm the bloodthirsty one, and you're supposed to be the pacifist. Like, the, the, like it's <laughs> been that way for a while with us, man, and now all of a sudden, you want a body. Like, come on, man. <laughs> And I'm usually worse than Will. <laughs> yes, I, I I'm the I'm the action yeah. shoot bang bang guru yes. out of the group, and yes. I love this. Like I like wow, wow. Hey, somebody has to be the action shoot 'em up bang bang guy when we have We're conversations. Done. Right, We're done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We will catch you next time. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) This is going to be fantastic. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. I am so looking forward to it. See you guys. Bye-bye.
costs like 10 bucks for shipping. And I'm like, okay. And this is after I read like 10 different review sites that said, hey, these are right up there with the top brands, blah, blah, blah. Had all these great reviews. And again, I checked multiple different sites. I even checked to see if it was a scam, you know, like this seems too good to be true type, you know, let's just check into it. Didn't find anything that was, you know, an issue. And so I went ahead, purchased them. Some people said it, it might take a long time. I got them within a week, you know, like exactly a week I got them. Okay. I looked at them. Now they were very lightweight, which is what they advertise. They are not bone conduction headphones. All right. Um, nor does it say the company name that they, they advertise as. It says open ear wireless wireless headphone, Fantastic. one word. And then a bunch of Japanese little signature like characters underneath or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Well, yep, you got me. What will so top I reached this out. Off, I, and I, th- then, then, huh? What will top this off if, is if you tell me you got this from wish.com. I did not. No, no. I got this direct. So after I read the review, um, they were saying specifically buy this directly from them. Otherwise, you'll get a knockoff. And when I checked on Amazon to see what they have, of course, people were like, this is a knockoff. Make sure you go to the regular site. So I said, "Okay, good. So I went to the regular site and I, I, I did look at the box and it almost looked like, hmm. It almost looks like the brand name is kind of photoshopped onto the cover of the box. But it was like. It was like the way I looked at it, I'm like, maybe I'm just being paranoid, you know, and it's just it's just me being picky. No, um, it's the exact same thing that they said um, on Amazon and whatnot. So I got it. So it's not bone conduction. What it has is little speakers. They go right next to here and the speakers just face your ear. And I'm like, all right, so the zero bass. Um, I mean, honestly, it's not bad if you if you just need something simple that doesn't go in your ears. Right. So I reached out, talked to the guy, said, listen, here's, I, I said, hey, seems like I got the wrong product. Ha ha ha. He goes, oh, send us an email to suchandsuch.com with a picture of what you received. And I explained what it was. And I'm like, okay, I know what they're going to do. But honestly, I don't care. So I went through the whole rigmarole that they had set up, which was basically send this to them. They say everything's good. You say, uh, but no, 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 it's not. This is not as advertised and blah 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 and they're like oh here's the instruction manual so i responded back thank you so much for sending me the instruction manual again uh which i clearly already have in this box that you sent me of this garbage um you know non uh bone conductive product blah 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 and yeah i was like this this actually completely sucks um but i I'm not satisfied. I would love to get a refund on this. However, I don't trust that if I send this to you that you're going to receive it and I'm going to get my refund back. So what are you going to do to ple- to um to help this unhappy unsatisfied customer? Guy basically says, "We'll give you 75% back." And I'm like, "Fine." So I got this 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 pair of headphones which is probably useful for somebody for 25 bucks. Paid 100 bucks for a pair of headphones. No, that was the the shipping and handling as well. Okay, so you paid a hundred bucks for a pair of headphones. <laughs> yes. Just no, I didn't actually. I paid I paid twenty five dollars. Well, that's because you got seventy five dollars back. Initially. No, I didn't get seventy five dollars got back. I got fifty dollars back. You you said you got seventy five percent back, <sighs> but there was plus the shipping, which was twenty five bucks. The ship no. 
No, no, that's whatever. The point was I got $50 back. All right. Oh, not 25. It was 20 bucks. I paid 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm having a problem. I'm having a really hard time with this math too, Chuck. It's not just you. <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't, it doesn't matter. I got $50 back in, back on my PayPal. But I'm just saying, and 75%, if you get $25 back in that 75%, I, I, I know. It wasn't 25. It was 20 bucks. bucks. It, was, it was 20 bucks, whatever. So I paid 20 bucks for a pair of headphones that, again, might be useful for somebody. But. Um, I ended up buying the other brand that I wanted to get anyway, so I should have those by tomorrow. And I bought them off of Amazon, and it's free returns and all that crap, so I've never had issues with Amazon. Fantastic. 